Welcome to the BYOB podcast. Before you crack open that cold one, I should clarify. This is the Build Your Own Business podcast, your go-to place for all the marketing, mindset, and strategies needed to build a successful and profitable online business. My name is Shania, and I'm a marketer, business coach, and lover of all puns. I felt unfulfilled at my 9-to-5 and as if I was meant to do way more than any job description would allow. So I started an online coaching business and you guessed it, I haven't looked back. If you are ready to build a career that you're crazy passionate about, doesn't have you counting down the days until you retire, and lets you BYOB, be your own boss, then this is the podcast for you. Grab a pen and notebook and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Own Business podcast. Now, one of the biggest mistakes I see so many coaches making is that they don't share their story enough in their business. And this could be for a variety of reasons. Either they don't think their story is epic enough, or they don't think it's important for them to share, or they're just too scared to talk about their life outside of their coaching business. So today, I'm here with the wonderful Ashley to talk all about using your unique story to stand out from your competitors and build a really strong and memorable personal brand. So to kick things off, Ashley, can you just share a little bit about your business journey and why you decided to start a coaching business? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, so basically, I actually started as a brand designer. I, I was never considering coaching literally ever um, at that moment. So basically, it was January 2020. I was still teaching full time at the time. Um, but I decided that I wanted to basically get out of teaching and move online to have a bit more freedom. I live on the other side of the earth to my home in Australia. So, um, yeah, just having that kind of freedom to be able to go home at that point, that was the reason, like I was so done with teaching and I was like, I need freedom. And I just, um, yeah, I just needed that, that self-expression and that kind of creativity and being able to really like build something you love rather than be suppression that many of us experience, you know, in, in um, traditional jobs and things like that. So when I started, I did start as a brand designer and like, I really loved it, but the, the biggest kind of problem that I was experiencing with my clients was that the brand design wasn't actually solving their problems. And this is something that comes up a lot and is one of those kind of huge myths in, um, in the online business world is we think that we need a brand and we need a logo and we need brand colors and all these things. And then when we just produce content, like it's going to be amazing and I'm just going to sign all these clients and they're just going to, you know, fall, fall out of nowhere because of my beautiful branding. Um, so basically I was really doing like a lot of reflecting work around what was happening with my clients and trying to sort of identify what was going wrong because like, yes, they were leaving me with this like beautiful brand design, but then they were like, okay, so like now what, now what do I do? And I was like, uh, what, what do you mean? What do you do? Like you just go and sell your offers. You just go and do the thing. And yeah, like the, it was what was happening with these clients was it was very much down to their own clarity that they had in who they are, what they were kind of here to do, who they were here to serve that then actually kind of resulted in whether they were actually successful or not in continuing with their business or in, you know, gaining traction and momentum with their clients. So because of that, I literally stopped brand designing for a few months. And basically I just dove into the world of brand strategy um, and really got to know the foundations of a brand because at that point I wasn't actually sure about all of this brand strategy, the brand story, like all this underlying stuff. 
And the funny thing is I actually had a message, like I had my core message from the day that I started, which was always around helping, helping like the woman, whoever she is, um, non-specific to Anisha and industry, but helping her really um, share her story and knowing that she has a unique story to share and me being able to bring that to life. So that funnily enough, that message has stayed with me through my brand designing journey, right through to brand coaching. It's now exactly still what I do, but I just, the, the way I do it is very different and so much more, um, you know, deep and meaningful and transformational compared to what was happening with, with brand designing. So yeah, that's basically why I got into coaching was this huge gap like huge, huge, huge gap in the market. Because on the flip side of that was everyone was a business coach and all these poor people were investing in business coaches, which again is not a problem. But if a business coach can't actually help you with your marketing, help you identify what your message is, what you stand for as a brand, um, and you don't have that ideal client clarity in the, the messaging and the marketing, then you're going to be in exactly the same place. Yeah, exactly. I think that's so funny that you talked about how people really are focused on like getting that brand and getting that logo first. And then they're like, oh, now what do I do? Like, I still don't have that clarity about like what my messaging is. So I thought that was really interesting. And so what is it that drew you to being a brand and marketing coach? Like, was that always something that you were really interested in? Yeah, no, <laughs> literally not at all. I literally, it just evolved. It just evolved. And you know, I've had so many different sort of titles as I've progressed through this journey. And I think that's something really important to share is that your title doesn't define you. You are not, you're not stuck to a niche. You're not stuck in, you know, behind a label of who you think you need to be. It's just something we put in our Instagram bio. Like, you know, it means nothing. What, what matters is what you actually do. And that's why my my kind of work has evolved, which means my offers have evolved from just brand designing to brand strategy and brand design, which is obviously all that sort of pre-work, but then transitioning to the coaching and, and the, the coaching from brand strategy was purely based on the fact that I was doing this brand strategy work with clients at that point. This was kind of like June, July last year, but it involved them actually having complete clarity on what they were already doing. And this is the problem. Most people don't have that clarity because they need someone to be able to literally draw the thoughts out of their head and put them into like a tangible roadmap, you know, an, an actionable um, plan that is actually your brand. So the coaching literally went from a two hour um, workshop to literally like eight weeks and, and upcoming with my um, new programs is going to be 16 weeks because this is like, you know, this is the foundations of your business. And if you mm -hmm. don't have these foundations, you are literally just, you know, you're just flying along trying to pluck clients out of thin air, hoping that some kind of strategy is going to stick and that people are just going to buy your services. And it doesn't work like that. So yeah, this, this marketing and brand coaching really came from, again, from filling this gap that, you know, there's so many people out there that need this work, but they don't know they need it because they don't know that they're missing it. And that's the biggest challenge for me is helping them identify that. Yeah, I could see how that's a huge challenge, both for you and your clients, for like your clients who are wanting to build this really impactful business, but they don't really know, like they have that gap that you were saying, and they don't know how to like use their story to build their business. So I think we're going to have a really amazing conversation for everybody listening, who's maybe also struggling with a similar thing, or maybe you don't even realize that you haven't really figured that out for yourself yet. So super excited for this episode. 
Um, one thing that I want to say is that for so many coaches, I've, I feel like they think that their, their story is just, it's not unique and that they started their business for kind of like the same reason that everybody else did, which is mostly always people want to have time, freedom, location, freedom, and financial freedom. And yeah. when you have the same story as everybody else, it feels like you don't have the same um, I guess journey or like the, the same impact that you want to have. And so for a lot of times, um, that's kind of the reason that like people decide not to share their story. So how can you find the unique parts of your story that are worth sharing? Yeah. So this is where it gets deep. This is, <laughs> this is the real work. And this is the work that I do because your story ties into everything that you do online. It ties into your message, the content, the way you show up, who you're here to serve. Most of my clients, when they come to me, and a lot of them are coaches, um, life coaches, for example, they think that they're just here to sell a service. They're just here to be a life coach. But when we actually dive into their story, the, 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 the kind of biggest gap that people have is realizing that your story didn't begin the day your business began. And that's where we all fall into this trap when we started. We're like, but I'm new. So this is just my story begins on day one. And it's like, okay, so great. I wanted freedom. So I quit my job and I started a business. Like prior to that, you have an entire lifetime of experience that comes into how you are as a person. Like that has formed who you are. So it's kind of removing that, that idea that your story started the day that you started your business. Cause that's complete bullshit. Like it didn't start then it started the day you were born and you know, who knows, maybe before that, I don't know. <laughs> but what you know to be true is that you have a lifetime of experiences. So being able to really connect into that. And, and the way that I do this is by the people I work with, the coaches, the clients I work with are women that are here to create an impact through the experiences that they have had. So nine times out of 10, our ideal clients are us on an earlier stage of the journey. Now that earlier stage does not mean time. So for example, I've run my business for just over a year. That doesn't mean that my clients, my ideal clients can't be two or three years down the track. It means in my kind of stage of evolution as a business owner, that my ideal clients are still in this space where they are stuck where I used to be stuck. And the same applies to nine out, nine out of 10 um, you know, people online because we started business for a reason, but we chose the specific business based on our own experiences or based on our own skills or you know, all those sorts of things. So where the work comes into it is kind of the, the vulnerable, slightly more challenging deeper parts and being able to almost embrace the challenges that you've come through in your life so myself for example I used to never share my story because exactly the same as what you said I didn't think it was relevant I was like no one gives a crap like you know it's not nothing exciting happened I was a teacher and I quit okay great I wanted freedom and I wanted to travel now that's what I get to do except for right now of course fine <laughs> um the point is, there is a whole depth to my story that I wasn't tapping into. And it is exactly the, the message that my ideal clients need to hear, that they are afraid to show up, that they're afraid of their own power. They're afraid of being visible. And because of that, they're relying on external strategies. So why do so many people look outwards to solutions to their problems? Because they don't actually fully trust in themselves. What happened to me? I didn't trust in myself to know all the answers. So this is where really diving into your own story, your own fears, your own limitations, your own beliefs, and being able to look at them from an objective place and knowing that 
it's all of you. Like it, it's all of you. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not negative. It's not positive. It's just who you are and what you've come through and being able to see your life as something that's happened for you because now all of those challenges are literally standing there to help you serve your ideal clients better. So when you can dive into that story of that, like that earlier journey, you know, the things that you've overcome in your lifetime, not just in business, and you can start to connect the dots and think, okay, why is this relevant to my ideal clients? Oh my gosh, if I'm a life coach and I help, um, I don't know, people in corporate um, thrive, why, why is that so important to you? It's so important because you didn't, because you were stuck. You hated your job. You were, you know, miserable. You were stressed, anxious, all these things. That's where your story comes into it because you get to use it. Instead of just calling out people's pain points, you get to use it to actually connect with them by showing them you've stood where they stand. And that is one of the, the biggest missing things in the online space is that people don't use their story for compassion and empathy and understanding and connection with their ideal clients. Instead, they list, um, you know, things like, oh, I know you don't have any clients. I know you're not making any money. This is what you need. And, and people don't feel that. You don't feel into that. You feel into someone's story. Yeah, that's so true. And I, I totally agree that like people don't really share their their fears or like what they were struggling with, like in the beginning of their journey or even like as they were starting to build a journey or a business. And I do think it's because it's like super vulnerable for you to be so open with like complete strangers on the internet. But why is it so important? Or I guess, why do we connect more with a person when we can really relate to their story? Yeah. So, I mean, if I can summarize branding, branding is a feeling. Branding is, is a feeling, okay? Again, it comes back to that idea that branding is just how things look. That's got basically nothing to do with it. That's like the end, end result that helps. Mm -hmm. um, when you think about building a brand, it's about building connection. So I like to call it almost a relationship between yourself as the business owner and your ideal clients. So if you cannot evoke emotion in your ideal clients or even in your audience, in whoever is listening to you speak and, and share your content, it's going to fall flat, which is why when we when we hear stories like this is just something that's been happened for you know centuries as people have shared stories. When when we hear people's stories, we feel something, and that's the difference. If you, I might hear your story, and it's you know it's got nothing to do with with what I do, where I'm at. I may not be your ideal client, for example, but there's likely to be parts of me that is going to resonate in your story, or I'm going to feel something. And if you're just posting content that's literally like, you know, three ways to such and such, and here's a nice pretty quote, and I don't know, here's my service for sale. Like you're not helping your audience understand you and what your ideal clients need. They need to know you, they need to like you, and they need to trust you. Now that last one is incredibly challenging. How do you get people to trust you? Because in an online space with so much you know, crazy stuff that goes on on in the, the online world that is less than genuine. Um, trust is is hard to come by. Like, you, how many people do you invest in? Like, you invest in the people that you're like, yes, I know this person is probably, has probably stood where I stand. They are where I want to be, but also they, I know they can solve my problem. And it's usually because they show up authentically and they share their story. And this is what happens is you get to know someone, you get to like someone and you get to trust someone that shares their story more and you get to see yourself in that. The more you see yourself in their shoes, the more you start looking at that person as someone that can actually solve your problems. 
Yeah, very true. And I think this goes back to like what you were talking about before with people not really talking about um, like their struggles that a lot of other new coaches or just other coaches out there can really relate to because that emotion is so strong and it's so impactful. And like, yeah, it's just like the strongest feeling that a lot of people feel. And I feel like when you can really draw on that emotion, that's when you start to build a trust because then when you share like the the pains and the the struggles that you were going through or like the the lack of confidence and then you also pair that with like where you are now I feel like that's so inspirational for other people to see and hear because it's like oh this is exactly how I'm feeling but this person was able to get to this point in their life and I want to have that same kind of success so I think that's also really what draws people in too yeah yeah 100% and and with that this is the ridiculous thing is that we all think humans biologically, they don't biologically at all. We buy through emotion. Like that's actually, yeah. if you think that the last investment you made, you got sucked in or you, <laughs> you either, you know, like you bought purposefully, but it's because you felt something, you felt an emotional attachment. And that's what, that's what needs to happen. Yeah. Especially when it's like a high ticket offer. I feel like the bigger the investment, the bigger transformation you want to see, but also like the bigger fears that you have behind making that investment. And so I feel like when you can really find someone that you resonate with and someone that you connect with on like a genuine level, it makes that, it makes making that investment just a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Definitely. So I work with a lot of introverts who aren't always super comfortable being the center of attention or being so visible in their business. So how can other introverts find their confidence to be themselves and bring their personality into their business? Yeah, so I was thinking about this question a lot, actually, because and and this is the this is the kind of difference, I suppose, between like being an being an introvert and then being afraid. Mm -hmm. And this is this is the difference is like we can all hide behind labels. And of course, this is not, you know, discrediting that being an introvert is a real thing. Of course, like I'm a hermit. I love literally like hanging out behind <laughs> me here, <laughs> like on my own doing my thing. But I, I never used to show up. Okay. So for the first four or five months of my business, I hid behind my posts. I hid behind my content. I was lucky enough to be working with a business coach that was referring her clients to me for my brand design. So I didn't need to work hard to, to get clients. They basically just came to me and I was like, okay, next client. Um, but when that stopped, I was like, oh crap, like, what do I do now? But what I realized was I was using an excuse of not showing up because I was saying, oh, I don't need to do that. I don't have to do that because I can just, you know, I can just get clients by through my content and I can just keep posting and, mm -hmm. you know, hoping for the best and telling people that I have a space available. So relatable. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we hide behind our content. But this is the this is the difference is that you need to really dive into the reason that you're not showing up and you need to look at it and think, okay, again, objectively, because this is where you need to separate yourself from the emotion of it and you need to think, okay, why am I not actually showing up? Is it through fear? And most likely it is because do you have a conversation just because you're an introvert? Do you have a conversation with people down the street? Do you talk to the shop person? Do you, you know, talk to your friends? Like, yes, you do. So it's usually because we're actually hiding behind fear of what's on the other side of that. And that's exactly where I was at as well. I was just using the excuse of not having to do it when like, of course I had to do it because otherwise people wouldn't know, like, and trust me. So in doing that, my, my kind of steps forward is what I actually did to, to kick that off from going literally never showing my face on Instagram, like stories, never speaking to now, like I'd literally do this, like podcasts and I do lives every week and, you know, all the rest of it is to actually 
plan what you're going to say. Like not just plan what you're going to say, but just think, okay, tomorrow, like you need to take the step. And you think, okay, tomorrow I'm going to show up and I'm going to talk about one thing, like just one thing. And you have to stick with it. Like the thing is, we, again, we are forever investing in people that will do the work for us. But the, the most difficult thing is no one can do it for you. So like if you want to hide behind your content and you can share your story through it, you can post photos of yourself, you can, um, I don't know, you know, create that emotion in your audience, fantastic. If you can really get your personality through your content, then you've done amazing. Like you don't need to show up as much because you're going to get that same level of impact through your, through your content as you would showing up. But again, think, what is actually stopping me from showing up? You don't need to be on Instagram all day. And this is what I think this is what people think because you see people's stories for 24 hours. You look at some people and you're like, holy shit, they're always on Instagram. Like, do they ever actually do anything else? Like, no, no, no. They were just really smart and they planned three, three times in their day that they went on. They shared something in the morning, something at lunchtime maybe, and something at nighttime. The rest of that time, they were not on Instagram. They were literally doing their work behind the scenes, you know, maybe coaching clients, like whatever. So it's, again, it's like, it's all around that perspective and realizing that people aren't always on and you don't have to be the loudest, most confident person. Like, do you know what I mean? Like you don't need to be the outgoing person. And Mm -hmm. this is where things like Instagram really tend to bring that kind of highlight reel and that false sense of reality, because we look at a lot of people and we're like, oh my God, they're so confident. They're so, you know, whatever. Some people are just overcompensating. They're, they're over the top because really they're actually shitting themselves. Like, this yeah. is, you know what I mean? This is the, the kind of reality. So one more part to add to that is to actually realize that you, as sad as it is, you are not the hero of your story anymore. So we're the hero of our life, of course, because we made it here. We made it this far. We've overcome all these things, but you have a business. You have a business. And a business has to sell something. If you can find a way to sell your services through Facebook ads and all these other things and never have to show your face, then like, you know, again, well done to you. You've you've obviously done a lot of marketing on, you know, behind the scenes and things like that. But if you are a personal brand, meaning you are literally the face of your brand and your service, you in some way need to be able to show up. You are, say you're a brand designer, say you're, you're a coach, you need to coach your clients. How are your clients ever going to, or potential clients ever going to get to know you if they don't get to see you? And this is the thing, like think, just think to yourself, and this is a really good reflection point for those of you listening, is think, who is the last person that you invested in? Were they hiding behind their camera? Were they hiding behind their content? Or were they actually showing up? telling what the, you know, saying what they had to say, sharing their message, selling their offer, and then getting on with their day. Like that's the difference. So just have a think about that and then reflect on like, am I not showing up because I'm an introvert or am I not showing up because I'm actually afraid and using that as, as a label to hide behind it. Yeah. That's such a good explanation for that. And I think a lot of the time, like in nine to fives, it's so easy to just like put your head down and like get through your work. And I think that really like that mindset really transpires over to like when people are starting their business, because they feel like they just have to focus on, you know, producing content, 
um, having a really great program and they can just wait for the clients to come in. But when you're a new coach, like you don't have that visibility yet. And so people literally don't know that you exist unless you start showing up and, you know, talking about what you do, what your story is, how you got to where you are and like what you, what you offer your clients. And I think a, a common misconception with introverts is that a lot of them do hide behind the label and they think that because they're an introvert, they're not super outgoing. When in reality, like an introvert is just someone who draws their energy source from like within and like maybe they get like a tired being around a lot of people. And so they just need to recharge alone. And it doesn't really have anything to do with like being quiet or being scared of showing up. So I think a lot of the time introverts use that label as like kind of an excuse for why they're not showing up. And they, they do have like a lot of really deep rooted fear behind talking about themselves and being so present and so visible for everyone else to like hear their story and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and that's why it comes back to remembering that it's bigger than you. Like Mm -hmm. you're here to serve people, particularly if you're a coach, it's because you are here to make an impact on others. So the more you can kind of, this is, take this as it sounds, literally, the more you can get out of your own way, yeah. the more um, confident you're going to be because you, we are the ones that stop ourselves. Like we are the ones that get in our own way. And I say this as, I don't know whether I'm an introvert, an extrovert, I'm not an extrovert, but you know, I, I don't know what I am because I really love alone time, but then I really love like mm-hmm. being social as well. And like, I'm loud, but then I don't want to speak for the rest of the day. So you know, it's it's being able to accept and realize that you are a business and you are serving people that is your, your brand and your business is bigger than you. It's no longer about you. It's about you impacting. You're just selling a transformation. Like the more you can focus on the work that you do and not on yourself, because it's not about you. It's about your ideal clients and how your work serves them, which is where that whole pricing and, you know, self-worth and confidence and all that comes into it is we attach everything to us but it's not actually about us. It's about our ideal clients. So if you can see them as the hero of your story, the fact that every day you're showing up for them, that's when you start to feel braver and feel more confident and get out of your own way because you realize that they're the ones that need your work, not yourself. Exactly. And your ideal clients don't care if you're scared of showing up. Like they only care about you talking about how they can, how you can help them transform their own business or their own life. So I think that's a really important thing to remember as well. Hey coach, I know you're loving this episode, but I had to interrupt it to tell you all about my Invisible to Visible one-on-one program. Are you a new coach in the first year of your business and struggling to sign your first client? My Invisible to Visible program teaches new coaches just like you how to attract consistent clients by showing up on video effectively and converting them just by being yourself and leveraging your personality to sell. This four-month program is for the new coach who is craving to stand out in their industry, fill up their offers with dream clients, and book out their services. In this program, I will help you go from overwhelmed and confused to a confident and empowered visibility queen that consistently sells out her services by simply showing up as herself and implementing magnetic marketing strategies. If you are a new coach and you're ready to sign consistent clients, but you're scared of showing up on camera, you're confused what content to post or how to stand out, then click the link in the show notes to apply and get ready to become way more visible. We've kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but I really wanted to dig into like what type of advantages there are to being so unique and being so different from other coaches within your niche. Yeah, I mean, this this just kind of explains itself, I think, honestly, because 
think about how many how many people do the same service as you like literally I don't know how many branded marketing coaches there are like how many you know just business coaches there are I'm gonna say millions I don't know obviously but I feel like millions just on Instagram alone yeah. that we see every single day what happens is we we start our business and we tend to look at what everyone else is doing. And, you know, even to this day, one year in, I still look at what other, other people are doing in my industry and I'm like, oh, crap, I wish I thought of that. Or, you know, I wish I could say it like they do. Or I wish I could be more concise and all these things. But the more that you try to be like someone else, the more that you follow their strategies, the more that you you know, copy what other people are doing just because they are your definition of success or because you admire them, the more you take away from your own magic. And, and that's what being unique is all about. It's not about learning more. It's not about doing more, having more, knowing more, nothing. You already have everything you need. Like you as a, as a human already have all of this uniqueness within you. And usually your uniqueness is actually the things that you are almost afraid to share or the parts of you that you reject because you've been too much, you're too loud, you're too quiet, you're too sensitive. All these parts of you that make you unique are usually what we have been kind of told through society isn't acceptable. And the more that you can actually get to know yourself and understand yourself and appreciate and embrace it, the more that you can actually stand out as unique. Because when you stand out as unique, people notice you. When you're a cookie cutter version of your coach and everyone else's coach and every other coach online, you don't stand out. And it's not about, again, it's not about standing out and being the loudest, the boldest, the most confident. It's about standing out as you. That's all it is. It's like, you do not need to know more. You do not need to, you know, know how to do all these strategies. You don't know how to, I don't know, sell in the DMs, all these crazy things that people sell all the time. You only need to know how to be you. And when you know how to be you, you know what your personality is. You know what your traits are. You know what your story is. You know what your thoughts and opinions and beliefs are. You know that the way you do things or how you do things, all of this is what makes you unique, your strengths, your skills, your expertise, your experiences, your challenges, your lessons in life. All of that is what makes you different. And that's what we kind of need to realize, particularly in the online space, is it's not about your service. You don't just sell a service. You sell a transformation as a whole package. And people buy into your energy. They buy into who you are. They're not buying your service. They're buying what they get from it, which is the transformation. But the reason they choose you is because they connect with you as a person. So the more you can stand in your own truth and really embrace that, which again is scary. Of course, it's scary because it's, you know, it doesn't have to be, but it feels scary because like you said, in a nine to five, like you don't get to show all those parts of you. You don't get to, you know, be the quirky, weird, loud, quiet, whatever, crazy person you are. But online, there's no rules. And again, like I said before, because this is so important, the more that you can actually embrace your own magic and what makes you unique, the, the brighter you will shine to the people that need you because you're not for everyone. Like none of us are for everyone. If we were, it would just be, you know, a crazy circus because everyone would be serving everyone with everything and we couldn't handle that. So it's like the more that you show up as you, the more you attract the people that need who you are and how you are and what you've got to sell. But on the flip side of that, the more you repel the people that aren't for you. And a lot of people get stuck in that and they get offended by it. They get, you know, think, oh my gosh, like I'm not good enough. This, you know, my offer isn't good enough. All these people don't like what I have to say in my message um, because they unsubscribed from my email list or they unfollowed me or whatever. But in reality, if you can celebrate that, because all that means is they were never going to buy from you anyway. 
Mm-hmm. You're a business. You're a business, not just someone standing up and going, here, look at me, like everyone, look at what I'm doing, who I am. People, you know, people are buying into you. And the more that you repel the people that aren't, the more space you open up for the right people to work with you. I think it also, it, this what you were talking about really reminded me about like when you're younger and you're in like elementary school and like you, you really want to fit in so badly that you hide all of these parts about you because you don't want to be labeled as like different or as like, not like the rest of everybody else and be made fun of for that. And I think that like, as you grow older, I think we carry a lot of that same um, kind of like fear and beliefs around like who we are into our business. But exactly like you said, like the, the internet doesn't have any rules. And I feel like the people who are the most successful are the people who can really embrace like what makes them unique and like who they truly are. Because as you said, those people, they stand out, they, they speak their truth and they attract the other people who have those exact same qualities that maybe like you didn't see in schools when you were growing up like maybe you felt really um different from like your peers and stuff but in the online space like you have a whole world of people who are experiencing the same things as you and have like the same kind of interests or the same kind of quirks yeah and that that right there you've just nailed it that is exactly why you need to share it because your ideal clients are overcoming those same challenges I mean me right now I've only reached this place of being vulnerable and sharing my story from a child in the last few months. That changed everything in my business. Before that, I was just slapping content together, hoping that it would stick and going like, why are clients not working with me? Like, what's happening? And this is why. It was because I wasn't being me. I was trying to be someone else. I was trying to be be for everyone else. And I was trying to hide those parts of me to be like all of the successful people. When in reality, all I needed was to be more me. And, and that part that you said about like elementary school, that's exactly it. That, that is the stuff that you can share. That is now where this stuff comes up in your business. They are the challenges that, that we all, like every single one of us who has an online business has to overcome. And, and what happens is we've never experienced it before as in we've never been faced with all of this crazy deep-rooted beliefs and, you know, challenging stories and things that are now getting in our way in our business. And that's where like doing that mindset work, really getting to know yourself, getting to know what aligns with you and what doesn't, knowing who you are and who you're not is so important because the more that you can you can do that, but then also share it with your ideal clients, that's when shifts happen. And that's when they start to connect with you because you know you talk about the fact that you used to hide, you used to try and blend in, but now you're showing up because you realize that that was just a story you were telling yourself. There are going to be so many people that resonate with that story, particularly now that we, we're all kind of like online as well. Another thing that I think is really important to for people to realize is that like when you are trying to think of like your unique story and like the struggles that you, you're, you, you dealt with, um, a lot of the time they do stem from like our childhood or from like our past experiences. And like when you're doing that mindset, you really have to dig deep into like where the fears are actually stemming from. Cause this is something that I noticed when I was first starting my coaching journey was that I had all of this fear around being like too, too visible and like being too outgoing and stuff. And a lot of those fears I thought were stemming from like being an introvert or just like being a quiet person. But then when I really dug deep into it, it was because like, as a, as a child, I was always around like large groups of people and stuff. And so it was just easier for me to be quiet instead of like trying to scream to like have my voice heard. And so I think like for a lot of people who feel like they don't have 
like really prominent struggles, really digging deep into like what you experienced as a kid, or maybe like some of the odd jobs you had as a teenager, those all help shape like your story. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. All of that. So as a brand coach, how can you stand out visually? Yeah. So visually is the, the tip of the iceberg. That's the, that's kind of the end result. So what, what I've experienced as well, and this has happened with clients as well, and, and a lot of my friends online, is that they've had a brand and they've actually felt suppressed behind it. And I know that sounds crazy, but it is legitimate. Um, my last, my original brand from when I first started, when I put it together, I started with a really like fun, bright, happy um, visual brand. And then I looked at everyone else's and I was like, oh shit, the whole online world is using neutrals. So I was like, oh crap, I better change it and make myself look like everyone else. And what that actually did was I went down this whole journey of being really quiet and being really calm and being really, you know, and definitely not me because I'm not quite calm or relaxed. <laughs> um, and I ended up attracting the wrong type of clients the wrong type of audience. I wasn't being myself. I wasn't expressing myself. I felt trapped behind my visual brand because I was like, my branding was very muted. It was like pink and this kind of like navy color. Um, and it wasn't doing its thing. Like it was not doing its thing. It was doing the opposite to what I wanted it to do. And because of that, I completely rebranded when I went through this whole like sort of mindset work and, you know, did this huge shift because I was like, I just want to be free. Like, I just want to, you know, express myself and be passionate and everything else how I am when before I, I wasn't doing that. And it's because I didn't feel like I could be because I was like, how can my visual brand represent one thing? And remembering that it's all driven by emotion. Like your branding is literally a reflection of you. So if your branding is very muted and you know calm and quiet and things like that in, in the way of colors and shades, then they're the photos that you need to share because you're like, oh God, now I need to share really, you know, quiet, calm, relaxing, um, whatever photographs, or put a filter on it. When really maybe all you want is to be bright and out there because that's how you are as a person. So being able to create your visual brand to actually express your personality is so powerful. And again, like I said, this, this shifted the way that I showed up. It shifted the way that some of my friends showed up when they did exactly the same thing. And suddenly, like we were all, you know, like sharing our truth. We were being very passionate. We were um, kind of shifting, literally shifting the way that we showed up because it's all energy. Like it's all to do with the energy that you have behind you when you show up. And if you're feeling like you need to, you know, calm yourself down and be this very, you know, quiet person because that's how your brand is perceived, you're not going to express your full self. So I think my personal opinion of branding is that it can literally be an expression of you. This works for personal brands because nine times out of 10, your ideal client is like you. That doesn't mean you have exactly the same personality, but it means that you're maybe driven by the same emotion. So thinking, how do I want to feel? I want to feel energized. I want to feel vibrant. I want to feel, um, I don't know, happy and bright and you know all these things and passionate so do my ideal clients. That's how they want to feel. Maybe they don't feel it yet. And chances are mine don't. That tends to be where they're at is they don't, but they look at my branding and they're drawn to that because it's what they want. So again, like branding is literally emotion. So to actually stand out visually, my, my idea around that is to create it so that it's an expression of you, because that is then what is going to attract the right clients to you versus 
creating something that is following a trend or you think is what your ideal clients want to see or, you know, because all the coaches are doing that, like make it an expression of your personality. The more that you can kind of create that bigger holistic picture of what your brand stands for and who you are as a person, the more people will actually see that and be drawn to it. You just painted like a perfect picture about how your story, like how unique, how your unique story like really contributes to like having a really unique brand. And I think that's so important for people to remember is that like you can feel um, repressed by like these these colors that you've chosen for yourself, because like maybe you think that they're great colors, but they don't like align with your personality. And I think that's such an important thing to remember and such like an interesting perspective that you have on it. So along with like finding your unique message and like finding like the branding that works for you, how do you build a brand that you feel 100% aligned with? Yeah, so this one, this one is super important, um, particularly for the fact that you actually want to build a business you love. And a lot of people do end up resenting their business most of the time. And the reasons that they resent their business is because they have been doing things that other people tell them they should do or have to do, um, or other people telling you what they think is right for you. And when you want to build a business in alignment, what it takes at the very root is to know yourself. But in knowing that, unless you've tried different things, you've shared different content, you know, you've tried whether you like video or you like posting or you really like selling these offers or you no longer want to be a brand designer or a coach or, you know, all these things, it's, it's a constant work in progress. So it's like being able to reflect and come back to every single day and thinking like, what did I do today or every week and thinking, what did I do this week that I really loved? What went well for me? Like, where did I feel confident? Where am I forcing myself to do things because I think I should be? And that's, you know, this kind of constant um, toss up in our business of deciding like, is this actually what I want? Is this actually the direction that I want to be going in? And where do I really, where do I feel confident? Where do I feel like I can express myself? Where do I really enjoy showing up? Or how do I enjoy showing up? Because like I can sit here and tell you to show up in video and I know you can tell people to show up in video and things like this, but if people are amazing writers, then create blog posts, like show up in your writing, put your energy into your writing so that your audience feel that, make that your thing. If you're amazing at video, show up more on video. If you don't want to, I don't know, if you don't want to be on Instagram, then great, go and find a different platform that works for you. Like go and hang out on Clubhouse and get clients from there. Like it's, it's always like, it always has to come back to really knowing who you are and removing, like literally removing all of the bullshit that we think we need to do. Because most of the time people are telling you these rules because it's what they sell. Mm -hmm. Not actually, not actually, because it's something that you need to do. And again, like I said earlier, just because other people are doing it and it's like successful for them or it works for them does not by any means mean that it's going to work for you because that's that's with their energy. It's like copying scripts. When you copy a script that someone else has, has told you or you've purchased a you know, DM script or whatever, your energy isn't behind that. Your words aren't behind that. Your voice isn't behind that. So the more that you can really get to know yourself and have that like inside out approach, that's when you literally know what you stand for, who you are, what makes you different, and you do spend a lot less time comparing yourself to others because you know where you're going. And there's, I mean, obviously it's not a clear straight line. We all know that entrepreneurship is never <laughs> going to be a straight line to the destination, but it's about being able to enjoy the journey and, and really reflecting on like every single day and thinking, okay, what did I really love about today? Like if I could just show up and share something today, like throw the rule book out, get rid of content strategy for a week 
and just think, what do I actually want to share? Like, what do I really want to show up and say for my audience? How do I want to serve them? The more that you can kind of come back to that truth of yourself and who they are and keep that connection between the two of you as in your ideal client and yourself, the more kind of in alignment your business is going to be rather than like getting, you know, one year down the track and having a business that you hate because you've spent so long doing all these things that don't truly align to you just because other people, you know, told you you should. Yeah. And I feel like when you're 100% aligned with your business, like normally, hopefully you're doing something that like you actually love doing. And I feel like that makes it so much easier to stick to it and pursue it. Like on those times of the entrepreneur journey where like, they're not super exciting and you don't feel great about like what's happening, but having that like motivation and like feeling 100% aligned with what you've created, that's going to be really important to help you get through that period. Yeah, I feel like exactly. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Exactly why you need to know, like your why as well. You need to know what drives you. Those foundational things. If you don't have that, and you just sell a service, like when you're waiting for results, you are going to fall flat because Mm -hmm. you don't have you don't have that that kind of emotion behind why you're doing what you're doing. And yeah, you're just going to be relying on external kind of validation for that. Yeah, exactly. I feel like we've given so many great tips for like new coaches who are struggling with standing out from their competitors, but do you have anything extra that you wanted to add to that? Gosh, I think just stay in your own lane. Like this is as simple as it is. If I can say anything, it is for you to realize that you already have everything you need. And of course, there's going to be gaps in your knowledge. Of course, you're going to invest in people that can serve you by doing that, Um, you know, by filling those gaps and helping you. But it has to come from a place of kind of, you know, empowered investment and knowing that they are going to solve that problem or fill that gap rather than always, you know, when we start, we get so caught up in what everyone else is doing and we get so caught up in investing in all the, you know, the pretty things and thinking, oh, I need this business coach because, you know, she can help me scale to 10K months. Like (laughs) start with the foundations of who you are and what you're, you know, what you're here for and, and just build build relationships, like focus on, on building relationships, um, from that genuine place of who you are. And yeah, just as much as you can, like stay in your own lane and just keep showing up. Yeah. Amazing. I think there's always, I think knowing that you always have everything you need is something that a lot of people struggle with. And it just comes down to that, having that belief in yourself and knowing that you can accomplish what you've set out to do. Um, what's something that you wish you knew when you first started coaching? Oh my gosh, exactly that. <laughs> I wish I knew that I, I didn't need all the shiny objects. I wish I knew that I didn't need to learn every single possible thing because, you know, we're raised in a society where more is always, we always need more. We always, you know, a definition of success is always to have more and to be more and to look more and learn more and all these different things. Um, and just really, yeah, identifying and, and knowing that you actually do have everything you need the more that you can stand in your own truth the more that you can connect in with yourself and what you want the more that will actually attract the right people to you rather than again like relying on all these kind of external solutions to to solve the problems for you and bring you the results because it won't happen no one else no one else can do the work for you like that's the that's kind of the biggest reality check and I had invested in a business coach and she was amazing but she didn't do the work for me. Yeah. At the end <laughs> so, of the day, it's all you. Yeah, exactly. That was kind of the turning point where I was like, oh dear, like now I need to really show up. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you again so much for coming onto the podcast and for sharing all of your wisdom and little nuggets of knowledge about 
building a really strong um, personal brand that's based off of your unique story. So where can people find you online? Yeah, so you can find me uh, on my Instagram, which is Citrine and Soul with the underscore at the end. Um, and also my website, which is literally www.citrineandsoul.com. And on there, I've got a really fun brand quiz that people can take that is um, all around brand archetypes. So if you're wanting to kind of dig deeper, which if you're listening to this, it's because you are, I would really recommend taking um, my brand quiz because that will show you what, what your brand archetype is. And there's a whole heap of knowledge um, around that that can help you sort of connect on that deeper level with what you're, what you're here for to share and who you are. Amazing. Well, I will put all of those links in the show notes below. And for anybody who really enjoyed this um, episode, make sure you go check Ashley out on Instagram and take her brand quiz and let her know what you thought about this episode. You just finished listening to an episode of the Build Your Own Business podcast. I really hope you found it valuable and you got some information that you can take away to start building a profitable online business. It would mean so, so much to me if you could take the time to subscribe and share it with your friends on social media so this message can reach hundreds of other ambitious entrepreneurs. While you wait for the next episode, you can find me hanging out at schneierclark.co on Instagram. Until then, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.